What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And we're live. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Wolves Fancast. We're live on YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we're here to talk about what has been a wind whirlwind of 48 hours. Now, 10 months ago, Steve Morgan uh, put the club up for sale. And in that very short space of time in football, in terms, we've now been sold to a Chinese conglomerate called Fozon International, headed up by a man who is now the fourth richest man in this football gentleman. Say his name then. You say his name, Stu. Guo Guang Chang. There we go. Style. Open Gangnam Style. So, I thought we'd have done a bit more preparation for our <laughs> show. We probably should have done. So, on this podcast, yeah. we're going to talk about what's happened in the last 48 hours, what does it mean, and what does it mean for our club going forward. On the podcast this week, we've got Adam Price. Wang Shanghao. By the way, How that, dare you. that is Chinese for good evening. Oh. That's not a swear word. We are live. I am honoured. <laughs> we assume it's not a swear word. We're, 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 we're taking your word. Your friend just told you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you <laughs> some Chinese. Uh, we've got Richard Hobbs. The rich man's world, everybody. <laughs> and we've got Stu Hall as we're well. rich beyond our wildest dreams. Um, get involved with tonight's live show. We want to hear uh, what you think. We on our YouTube page where you listen to the show now, hopefully. Comment on there. Tweet us at WWFC Fancast. Uh, and post on our Facebook page, which is Wolves Fancast. Uh, now, before we get into everything, let's go over what we know so far about what has happened. So, Wolves have been sold for £30 million to Fozon International. Steve Morgan has now departed. Jez Moxie has also stepped down as CEO after 16 years, but he will still be with the club for the next three months in a transitional period. Lopetegui, bad you then. Um, Fozon International will look to invest 20 constantly. For the last month. Will Jeff Shy be shy on Monday? Hush, hush, I to I. Yeah, we've been waiting for this for ages. So, is it a relief? Is there a, like an anticlimax to what's happened? Because it's well, not been... what the prophecy foretold by good old Gillian. The anticlimax would have been the moxie consorting. We all, yeah. that, we all know <laughs> that would have been the worst possible outcome. So, what do we think? Gen- general thoughts. What, what, how do we feel now since Fosham International have... Now become our new owners. Fair play to the club, considering how long the likes of the Albion have been on the market and Birmingham have been on the market. We've actually sold the club pretty quickly. Um, I agree. I agree. It's well taken. Do you say ten months? Yeah. That's a that's a good turnaround. Yeah. In Um, football terms, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. And actually, we we were never in a bad financial position. Um, We've genuine like we're a decent prospect to buy, but we weren't needed to have been bought out. So actually, we've done quite well in that regard. Um, well, compared to how long it was on the market under Sir Jack as well. Yeah. And what was that, two, three years? Something like that, yeah. It yeah. felt like a long time. Yeah. I know I was, for that one, I was in the red line, I mean, a few afternoon sherries. And people were kind of like sceptical of Morgan then. Mm. And I thought, well, yeah, fair enough, good deal. This one, I was ecstatic. Even though it was not the saviour Robin Lee, as bad Guillaume said. I was ecstatic about it. 
that it's a fresh start for most of them. Dream Willow, baddie gay. No, <laughs> baddie gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, do you think, as cynical as us fans might be, is it the money that perhaps is what's made us more expensive? Because well, we've got a bucket load that we could become one of these, you know, the Premier League teams that people dream of, how Man City were revitalised over, over many years. Is that what perhaps is why we're so excited? Because of the potential this could have. I think it's a fellow we're not going to be shit change more than anything else I mean you've seen all the, re- the reaction with people going crazy oh it's not 200 million what's the point and all this yesterday and well they're not going to come out and say that are they mm. so and it was only Steve Morgan that said that they Faustin ain't said that themselves so it could be a minimum of 20 to 30 million you don't know we never know you would imagine given the worth that Faustin have behind them which is a lot yeah 26 million a day something like that yeah I mean Cool an estimated personal wealth of a cool 4.1 billion. So that's a that's a bit of change there. Yeah. We and obviously we, what we don't know yet. Obviously, we, as you said, the 20-30 million figure hasn't come from our new overlords. Yeah. So and I welcome our new Chinese. I for one welcome our new Chinese <laughs> overlords. And so they, I think they'll be under the remit of getting us into the Premier League ASAP. So I think they will do feasibly what it takes to get us up there knowing what yeah. the prize is on offer so I think we are going to be in for a bit of a trolley dash spree on players between here and like a supermarket yes, yes. <laughs> I was getting there was... you feel quite Dale Winter like there's a full lump to an extent as well that, that, that there is, is equally as many good things as many bad things that could I get to this is. point we just don't know to can you imagine if on Monday in a press conference they just go thank you for welcoming us to your city it is ours now. <laughs> I am your captain now. <laughs> this is your new strip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you like playing in blue and white, white right? <laughs> we've combined you? the team with West Brom. Yeah. We've actually brought both teams in a yeah. significant plot twist. But there is this equal a measure of it could go. So we're all excited now, but in a year's time, we'd be good saying, oh, get, get these Chinese owners out. It's, it's different this it time, though, because they are the. You can actually search who they are, and they've got a website. Yeah. Like some of these lunatics who turn up, I don't know how they even pass the test. I mean, some, of, some of them are blindly obvious, like the one who wants forests. Yeah, like but he's, a, he's an actual criminal. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's an actual thing. He's, he's, he's on trial. Right. <laughs> no, before so you, before you look at me. The, before fancast lawyers get into watching. He's on, he's on trial for um, match fixing in Greece. That's why uh, it's not being oh, cleared. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there right. we go. Carry on. That was, <laughs> yeah, that, and that was on TalkSport. Yes, My heart attack just stops there. <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on to what's been going on. Um, Steve Morgan, no longer now the, the chairman of Wolves, but how will Morgan's legacy be remembered at Wolves? He, he bought the club in two thousand. We find ourselves kind of back where we started when he first took over, and he's a builder. He's he's built the club literally, and the North Bank didn't need redoing really, but it is what it is now, and it's it's a great stand. I mean, yeah, you get wet sometimes <laughs> when I've been in there, and then you get snowed on, but. Overall, you've got to say he's done a he's done a better job than I think a lot of people thought he could have done. But the things have stormed into the board in the Premier League, and then he just collectively froze. And then when we all got relegated, this is the fact where he didn't know what to do, he didn't know what the right manager to put in charge. Uh, he's just kind of yeah, it kind of did fall apart a little bit for him. I think. Only time will tell. I know what Dave's about to say because we've both seen the same tweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> the same, go on. Go but on. you could almost argue that 
Morgan will almost just be a small bridge in sort of a club's history. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was in charge of the company, essentially. Um, Serge Ake would probably have a much stronger influence and a much bigger regime um, impact. Now, the difference between um, Hayward and Morgan isn't in terms of their wealth and in terms of their input. Probably doesn't differ that much, you'd argue. Well, so Jack gave us the, gave us the ground, yeah. but Morgan gave us the training ground. Yeah, but actually we're now in an era where we're not dealing with someone who has 300, 400, 500, you know, that minus a billion pounds worth of money. It's outrageous to say. We're now dealing with someone who, uh, who turns over like 20 odd million a day. Who's, who's, we're now run by a company who turns over nine, who's worth 9.6 billion pounds. Mm. It, it, we are kind of, we've gone up in a different scale altogether now. And, you know, it's, it's a changing landscape in football. Um, that sort of the old-fashioned uh, owners are no longer going to be about, but it's how things are. Yeah, you don't you, you don't get the, the old scrap there at Rotherham. You ain't going to get them kind of people. Yeah, no. is he actually still in charge there though? Or did he sell it? He must have sold it because no, he's still the Millmore's still there. Mm. Um, not in Forest <laughs> person. Someone's someone's mentioned he's not. If he's on trial, he's he's not a criminal unless previously convicted. Oh, yes, so apologies, yes. innocent himself. He's, he's not a guilty. criminal yet, <laughs> or, he's, or he's a perfectly reasonable, decent man. Unless... He's been accused of a crime that he didn't commit. So, yeah, not a criminal yet. There we go. Um, I know people are saying there's some problems with the audio. We will look into it, but we're just doing this with a mic and a laptop. So yeah, apologies, everyone. Okay. We're uh, trying our yeah. best with audio. Anyway, back to Steve Morgan. How would he be remembered? Everybody else. To be honest, I genuinely think there's a good chance in 50 years' time it'll almost be forgotten. Chiefly because uh, Sir Jack Hayward will always be remembered at the club. And it will always be yeah. part of it. And he'll always one. be part of it. There's never going to be a chance about Steve Morgan, is there? No. So, I think for people of our age, he'll still be there. He'll still be remembered for mm. the training ground and the North Bank. And but then you got double relegations as well. Yeah. First club in history to do that from the Premier League, well, top division yeah. down twice with us, and that's always going to be his legacy. Sadly, not winning the championship, winning League One under his mm. tutelage. It's all, always, this is going to be more negative, however harsh that is. It's always going to be more negative than positive with him. Yeah, I think he won't be remembered for helping the football side of the of the of the team really. We all know, a lot of people have always said that he's, he had interests, like, like you said earlier, about his bricks and mortar. And he will depend on how well we do now. And but if we do do really well, he's the one who bought us these these new owners. That's yeah. his parting gift, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Like, exactly. although, although he's got a bad press at the minute, and has some, well, has some for a few last year or two, he still actually sort of say with a good owner. Mm. He could have sold some scrap man, or, like, <laughs> not the Rotherham guy, just some dodgy anyone. He could have, anyone who, it's like Carl Oyston yeah. or something like that. Doesn't it? Well, exactly. You get down that route of Carl Oyston, who his dad bought the company for him. Careful, no, no, I'm not going to say. Is that the sound of eggshells? It's not owned by Carl Oyston, it's, it's the Oyston family. It's really tricky, aren't they? <laughs> These live ones. No, well, that's what I was saying. That you, he passed the fit and proper person's test because yeah. it's a family business. But he could have he could have quite easily sold it to someone like that and not checked the background and just said, well, I want my money there, I'm leaving. But the fact that he's took this and there's been. Like we've yeah. led to believe two bids 
and he's chose this one, then you've got to think you've got to believe that he's got the interest for the club at heart, so. Now I know we've had some just on the side note, so I know we've had some problems with audio, but I'm guessing from some comments we've had recently it might be sorted now. So if you're commenting Woo! and it does sound fine, please let us know so we can carry on without any yeah, so oh my god. So you mean all that libelous stuff we said earlier probably hasn't been heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's no crackle anymore. Thank you everybody. You can, we sorted it out. You can actually blame BT because we have had problems. <sighs> so bloody bloody British telecoms. Everybody on Jake's wages. Yeah. Anyway. Let's carry on. Let's go on to Frozen, shall we? What do we think of the boys? I know we've probably gone over this a bit already, but is this guaranteed success that they've got all this money? Or is this a banana skin? I mean, they've got to have done something to have accumulated like about $4,000. I mean, after university, I should have a fan cast, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look how that's turned out. <laughs> Sorry about the audio, audio yeah. again. <laughs> no, it seems that they've got, they've got business interests all over, but yeah. I was, I was um, listening to an interview on the Franksie show earlier. Yes, I think I heard this. Speaking in- to. Some guy, I forgot his name, Steve, Steve. Tappin. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's the name. He seemed, uh, He says that it's very rare for like these these Chinese businesses to go all in on an investment. They normally start small and build up. So that equate that he believes that he, that folks are going to be in it for the long term, which is what we're going to what we'd like to hear. We, yeah. At least we don't. At least we know they're not going to be in it for two years. If he doesn't work straight away, they'll exit, and then we're all back to square one again. They seem to be in it for the long term with a a plan. Two-year plan, three-year plan. I'm not. We don't know until we might find out on Monday. But it seems to be that they're they're giving this the full go, and they have got the idea of promotion in mind ASAP. The thing you look at this, they've got nine companies that they're invest. They've got investments in four insurance, four real estate, one private hospital, and then one one football team. Mm. So they're not messing about. They don't see that. I mean, to be even associated with someone like that is superb, let alone owned by them. And I was going to say, do you guys think it's a good or a bad thing that they don't have investments in other sports teams? Because I kind of see it as a bit more of a good thing, because I know that, let's say, someone like Randy Lerner, who owned the... Cleveland Browns? Yeah. I think it was. Um, and the, the guy in Arsenal owns the Denver Nuggets. I'll let you riff on that one. Denver Nuggets? Have I actually made a name <laughs> That I'll feels like a bit of Simpsons. <laughs> I might just be hungry, guys. Um, yeah, I'll get, we're going to get comments on that. Um, but yeah, like, and it seems to have kind of fallen down the way, so it doesn't work for them because they try and apply the it's same model the, to a different yeah, spread sport. Spread the self thing. Um, like the Moneyball tactic. Do it and it yeah. kind of fails epically. Now, what they've said is they're looking to invest 20, 30 million investment in the next two years. There's been mixed reception on this. Some people are saying that isn't enough in the championship, or has it been well perceived that I think, quote? I think with that, that li- that's been born from the fact that uh, we got. I think a lot of fans got swept up in the Robin Lee rumours, and we were thinking, "Oh, we're going to get like a seven. He's worth this guy's worth like fourteen billion dollars yeah. or something. We can have anyone who we want." Um, and we were getting linked with all manner of different players, bidding twenty million pounds for some bloke that li- Liverpool might be interested in, etc., etc. When the 20, 30 million pound was mentioned, that kind of reined everyone back in thinking, oh, hang on a minute, you know, teams spending that now, like Derby's and Middlesbrough's, so that doesn't really put us above them in the terms of spending. But I think 20, 30 million pound is fine, given it, that it's spent properly. I mean, you can spend 20, 30 million badly quite easily on mm. a couple of players. Leicester have shown you can spend wisely yeah. and get promoted, I'm sure there's other examples as well. Well, Leicester spent 25 million quid on that squad. The yeah. promotion squad. 
No, and they just could have won the league. No, I'm talking about when they got promoted from the no, Champions That's what I mean, I'm just saying that yeah. that's all it cost. Oh, um, yeah. Kante, um, the one who oh. never even played, who you, you never name. Yeah. The one that, the, I think he was in the striker, who already got on. Oh, um, did they, they didn't buy Kante. Champions, did they? No, they no. We've actually got an audience here that can give us all the answers. I so know. What, can someone we, tell us? Not actually just say it's it's by the way, Denver Nuggets NBA team. Oh, I don't know yeah. if they're owned by one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about spending it wisely, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. We, we can't expect that we play with the recruitment and scouting. Let me get my breath. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be spent wisely, and then I don't know. I don't his role in being a talent spotter. A talent <laughs> spotter. I don't know if uh, if um, that's his accurate description of his role, or whether. Um, someone else, I'm sure we might be getting onto this soon, so we'll be sourcing our players. Shy. I think yeah. it's Shy, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Shy or Shy? Like, we'll we'll find out Monday. Yeah, we'll find yeah. out Monday, yeah. <laughs> Is he not watching, though? Can he not tell us? And we've got a representative who will be going to the main man to say what's going on, and he perhaps will then come back and go, right, I want this to happen or make this decision happen. Is that... Depends on how much autonomy they have, doesn't it? Because... You know, everyone's dealt with it in business with their boss and sort of been like, it can work really nicely um, some of the time and you can sort of just do what you want and you just need to just get a go-ahead. Other times you might have to go to your boss and ask for something. It'd be a bit, yeah, leave it with me. We'll see how, you know, see how it goes. Ask, ask me at the end of the week. So are we saying then that Jeff Shee, is he, is he a new... Jez. He'll be the new Jez. Well, no, they're looking for a new chief executive, so I'm presuming that will no, be... No, well, I think that's what he's saying, that yeah. oh, Jez was... Steve Morgan's like go between because yeah. Morgan won here all the time. Ah, well, that's, okay. what, yeah, that's what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I kind of assumed she was going to be the new, essentially, chief exec slash spokesman mm. in the same way at Man United they have Ed Woodward. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Glazers. And you've still got the Glazers who are actually in charge, but he's the face of the company. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know who, what role Sky, Ski, Ski, Sun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure it? again that might come out. Yeah. Um, that's going about Chinese football and, and, and Chinese, Chinese investment coming into football in the UK. And they talked about the comparison between Wolves and Villa and that investment. And Mark Dreyer's quote was in terms of should Wolves get excited? He said, My guess will be that Wolves will be higher up in the league than Villa in 10 years from now. That's interesting. That is the perhaps different between uh, Villa's new owner, Tony Jai. Doctor. Doctor, sorry, who uh, getting involved in Twitter oh, no, recently. He, 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 <laughs> that is a bad mix. Oh, he's got involved in Twitter. He's getting it? involved in Twitter with Wolves fans. He's got the blue tick. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't. Has the fan club not got the blue tick yet? I think you can apply got... for it. Everyone can apply for the blue tick now. Really? We'll apply for that blue <laughs> yeah. tick and get rejected. <laughs> but we know someone on Twitter who works in Twitter UK, David Walding. I know you're listening. Get that <laughs> get that verification done for us. Um, let's take let's have a mini break. Let's take some questions from people. Already, shall we? Adam's looking a bit pensive. We have, actually got, got, we have actually got questions. We've got questions. Um, um, Richard, go for your questions. Yeah, uh, so... Oh, anyway, if you're listening on the live stream as well and you're commenting, please put your questions now. We're going to answer them for you. On our humble opinion, which has no ground no to it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so these ones were on our Facebook page, on which you can find at Wolves Fank by searching Wolves Fancast. I think the URL is Wolves Football Fancast Show. Um, Jake, Jack Wiggins even has a couple of questions for the guys so realistically where do you see us finishing this season? Ooh that's a good question okay. Fifth straight away Stu yeah. no no well get in there unless unless they're going to get silly in the next how many, how many weeks hmm. you know, five six weeks till the window shuts 
And yeah, it's yeah. End, end of all. There's no lone chaos either after that, so the big deal's got, got to be done before then. And then if we get two players in, then you're struggling along again until January and you might be too far adrift. The, the, so. question, the key thing is, I think, have, have we got players lined up to come in? Mm. We might have. We, we had the manager lined up to come in, evident, right. evidently. Yeah. Well, he said it himself, didn't he, in his interview? He said he, he had a deal with... Yeah, he had a good, agreed with an English team, didn't he? Yeah. So evidently we've got we had a manager lined up. Now have we got players lined up? If we have got players lined up, I'll probably be a bit more confident in our performance. If we if we are going to go on a supermarket sweep in the next six seven weeks, are we going to do a tin of beans or a bottle of moe? <laughs> that's, that's the question. <laughs> are we going to get value noodles? In supermarket sweep, they never had to put a pound in the t- in the trolley, did they? No. Yeah, but that was different times, wasn't it? <laughs> no. You know, because you used to put paints in the trolley. You, you did. did you? When? Yeah. When are we talking? I don't remember this. Time. Here, in Quicksave, in Quicksave, you used to, and that was the cheapest <laughs> place in the world. That's why. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you were nicking the trolleys. Yeah. Quicksave. Oh. I'm sure someone could tell us. In Quicksave, in the nineties, did you have to put a pound coin? Tell us. Tweet us. Live stream us. Yeah. Did you have to do that? When did when did the um, pound in the trolley come? As the question goes, transfer window goes. Top half, I reckon, about tenth to sixth. Yeah, I'm going for seventh, eighth, depending on signings and yeah. expectation. First, we win the league. No. We'll, I can ask that, answer that question. I know technically European includes Britain, but I think we're looking much at longer. Not for much longer, no. Um, I think we're looking at more European-based players on the continent, um, mainly because I don't know. I'm just thinking they're a big business, European contacts. They're going to be looking not just yeah. in Brit- British Isles. They'll be looking throughout France, Spain, Italy, etc., etc. And we have the past few weeks. Well, just think how brilliant it would be as well if on Monday they, they did a press conference and then there's a curtain and they're all lined up there ready. ready <laughs> it kind of felt like they did that when Abramovich took over at Chelsea. And he, from memory anyway... Joe they, Cole, Glenn Johnson, yeah, they, Mark they, Ambrosio. And, all. Um, and um, oh. Veron as well. It felt like a load of them just like, right, we're still, here come the boys. <laughs> here come the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a question from Tom Fellow says, do you think the new owners will spend the money on building the new stands to allow more people in the future when they plunge money into the team? That's so basically, are they going to carry on the stage and rebuild? Well, I, think? I think they will, but I don't think it's... Haven't we? So they're not going to try and... I mean, surely if they look at the attendance figures for last year, they're going to think, well, we can't even half fill the one we've got yeah. now, so let's get the team on the pitch right first before we yeah. start expanding. You've still got the ends of the um, Steve Ball up as well. In their statement, they talk about they saw the importance of Wolves in the community, the academy. They seem to be they seem to be grounded. They're saying all the right. Yeah, things. they're saying all the right things. They've been well prepped, haven't they? They've it's whether they do what they say. Truly, yeah, can't yeah. do what they're saying. Yeah. You'd like to think you'd like to think that they. I mean, the training ground and the academy is like a shining light in in our setup. So you, hopefully, they don't just disregard that. Yes, we do want some named players coming in, but you would also hope that that's supplemented with. The, yeah. the academy as well so I do yeah, I do hope they, they do carry that on really hope they do carry on with, with the academy I don't know what should be our expectations now with these owners? I know it's only been 24 hours really but for fans like us all who are really excited what should be our realistic expectations should we now be expecting a summer of big name transfers money spent or should we still have an air of patience with us so this still could be Along to prison, i.e., it's still quite reasonable that we don't get promoted this season. I think it's very reasonable we won't it's get promoted. Reasonable. Yeah, 
But so we're going to get carried away, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah we yeah. got to. It, you, I think we should be allowed to, once, being a Wolves fan, we should be allowed to dream, yeah. okay? But I want to crush those dreams. But, I want to grind them down and, <laughs> and put you all in order. Honest, the season starts... <laughs> with bland clothes and... Like the season starts in 10 days' time. We've got a manager who's unsure if he's actually going to be in a job after the weekend. Hopefully not. Um... You know, we we got we essentially kind of going in half blind. The pedigree. We had him lined up anyway, so he knows he knows full well that he really should be out of a job by on yeah. Monday. So it's a bit of a, it's it's a sad situation for him. Yeah. But he'll be in the job as long as it takes Foson to find their new guy. Yeah. Dead to mm-hmm. like out a new. And we've got the press conference on Monday, so we don't know what's going to be talked about there. We are going to do another podcast next week to give reaction to that press conference because a lot more might come out. Jackie might be out of a uh, job by then. We may have a new manager. We don't know. But Lopetegui joined Spain in the end. Gilliam's prophecy nearly came true on that one. What do you think on that one? Disappointed he didn't come? Because it felt very much like Solbach and an aura of hipster manager coming in. <laughs> Had a great record at Porto, although I know we stacked near the end. His personal managerial record's quite good. We get, we get excited, don't we, by a foreign-sounding name. So <laughs> yeah. when you know the takeover coming, brilliant. But also, this guy's going to be our manager. Ooh, <laughs> he sounds good. I think, and uh, when you when you sat them side by side, you can have Kenny or hipster foreign Julen. 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 I mean, he's, he's got he's got a head start straight away just with the name. I mean, it's in a way, it's more exciting now that he's himself has actually confirmed that it was happening. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, if you were the other way around well no it's kind of but the um, if you if you were like Big Sam yeah. who's taking the to, you, is it happened now? yeah he has he the Sam Allardyce yeah. is the English manager yeah. Hurrah. Wolves no. fan Sam Allardyce yes every it's... regional paper around here is saying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dudley through and through yeah and no it's the same for would Sam Allardyce go and take a Spanish second division side or the England job it's a no-brainer. He's English. Yeah. You're going to take the English. for going for the Spain job. No. The well, you say that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> to even be realistically linked with someone like that, it's superb. Even though, it, it's, even though it didn't happen. To say that he's even had to think of the decision, or maybe not for long with Spain coming, to say that, <laughs> that we stacked up, because that was our competition, mm. says a lot for what potentially could be in store for I mean, us. Yes. On Football Manager, which is gospel, <laughs> yeah. at time, yeah, that's not going to happen. I, I think I think you'd be fine doing a commute every. Does that, does that mean like, Adam? Who's the last one? Who's the last one? And just you know this? Yeah. Oh, here Ooh. we go. No, 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 no. no. Let's yeah. let the let's see if let's oh, let the, the listeners ask this of question. The top. Say. So, I think I know this. The top ten. Okay, no. So it's the top twenty international teams. Right. Who was the last one to be both manager of club? And, and at the same time at the same time and the winner will get the satisfaction of knowing they've got the answer right first yeah there we go um, what Adam was talking about with, with Lopetegui is don't wish for it they can hear they can't hear <laughs> <laughs> Lopetegui what Adam was alluding to there does yeah. that show that that is potentially the calibre of manager we will now be able to attract or is that because of the whole Mendes thing which is yet to be confirmed it's all been done through that way and perhaps it might not, not be easy now because they had someone lined up it seemed and now they've gone back to plan, you know, well, back to square one. Has, did Lopetegui, who's he, is he linked to Mendes? Are they, are we, they... I kind of casually assumed so, and that's why he was 
So obviously he, Mendes, well, yeah. might have had a say in... Well, Lopetegui is um, the client of Mendes. Okay. Mendes, his company's agency, has got a he's got a stake or his own it, by Fosen or partly owned by yeah, Fosen. Yeah, they've got a partnership. They're all interconnected, aren't yeah. they? Because Fosen's got a link to, yeah. to Mendes. Mendes a link I mean, to Lopetegui. I kind so. of assume that Mendes' agency, I cannot remember for like naming them for the life of me, but they'll essentially be the club's sort of fixer, Wolves fixers. Such so as a normal kind of idea of doing the working regime for them. Um, mm. So it makes sense that actually they say, right, we can't get him as manager. Who else do you think would be good for the job? And whether he goes through his agency or through someone else in his vast network is... That's, yeah, this, the, probably the, one of the most influential and powerful men in football. A super agent. Is linked to Wolverhampton Wanderers is a statement I would never thought I'd say. <laughs> do, you think the Wolves, <laughs> do you think the Wolves players are sort of just... Checking their agent's number at the moment. See, Ronaldo, you know, you know you're looking to leave Real. Well, I've got this nice little project going on. You've got a nice little team. Just you know, a little nest egg for you. They call, they call it the City of Dreams. Oh, that sounds good. I'll, I'll go over there. You can have, don't, don't, tell you what, you can have the island back I gave you. You gave me. Come here. There's an Asda right there. Have, have you ever heard of a little place called Chapel Ash? Yeah. <laughs> um, <It's> Chapel. <laughs> Uh, right, before we go on to Jacket, because obviously future's up in the air at the moment, but we're, we're all expecting that he will be gone next week. Stu, what was the answer? That I know it. Be- oh, no, I, I would say, on top of Kevin Keegan, we had uh, Hiddick, McLaren, Flores, Advocat, Van Hal, uh, Mendes. So, Kevin. Not into the 80s, then, <laughs> Well, Keegan was in 2000. <laughs> so tell, tell us if that's right, Kevin Keegan, because. People are saying Apricot is the last Keegan one. And, Keegan and Fulham. Would have been... Um, well, he left in... Would have been 99. Yeah, because he left in... Yeah, because he left it after that disgrace against Germany with the... Uh, yeah. Did he man? And that was in 2000 and... 2000. I think what tonight's proven is you need to back up things with stats <laughs> and proof. <laughs> See, this is why live shows do not work. Kenny Jacket. Back your arm off. But and still now... He's sticking, you know, he's doing the job he's employed to do, and he should easily get into a, a championship, if not League One oh, role, yeah. when he departs. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. As soon as um, it comes to October, November time, managers are starting to get sacked. He's got to be at the top of the list for basically any League One team and lower, champion, lower championship. Lower yeah. championship. Yeah. Like if I'm trying to think of a team who's in the uh, division. That, Burton or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, or you know, even someone who's sort of got a bit more backing. Probably like a Barn Preston or. Yeah, like if Preston um, are sort of nearing relegation zone and they um, sack their manager, they'd be fools not to go for someone like Jacket. Mm. Um, but Jacket is very much a a revitaliser. He comes in at the start at a later point, I would say. You can see that with Wolves. Perhaps you could argue he's taking Wolves as, as far as I can damage <clears throat> the whole of last season yeah. and I'll still slag him off now, but. He did a good job for the first two, one and a half years. Yeah, we bottled it with missing out on goal difference, but he is what he is. He's a decent, brilliant League One manager, decent lower championship manager, and he's just run his course. And yeah, and then he's, you can say, you can say he's, he's been professional. I mean, it's almost like if he had, for his own dignity, he should have just said, nah, sorry lads, yeah. I'm not having this, I'm going. But I don't know, he's one of them. Do you think there's any chance he could stay? Given the fact that Lopetegui's oh, now I not think coming, he'll stay for as long as Fosun gets their new guy in. I don't. It's quite clear that Fosun 
want to have their own man. Yeah. Nothing personal against Jackie, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. But they just think, right now, if we're putting all, if we're putting this money in, we want our guy over the top of it managing them. You've got to say that his position's almost untenable because he knows... He's that, been trying to replace already. Yeah, he's trying to it replace must be, it must be un- It must be uncomfortable for him when he's taking training sessions and he's thinking, yeah. right, these players... Surely the players must surely know that... Sorry, you're, getting, you're not going to be around for much Do you think he's just getting take ease in training? Like, just do headers and volleys all afternoon? Maybe. You might be getting them to play World <laughs> Cup in training, <laughs> yeah. and not Yeah. You never know. You just, we don't know these things, you know. I, I, it'll be sad. It'll be sad to see him go because he was definitely he was hamstrung last season, and I think a lot of this kind of shows that um, he made mistakes. But the weekly factors that went against him that, as well. I, I, I liked him up until like last season when he, he just started lying in press interviews and you just literally I mean, couldn't that, take anything face value. I, mean, I know a lot of managers do that, but you just begin to lose credibility. You just literally say one thing and then February, the opposite happens. February to the end of the year was genuinely some of the worst football I've ever seen. Yeah. Was, but. I mean, up to the fact that when I had food poisoning, I was actually glad I had food poisoning so I didn't have to travel to a halt so I could watch it on telly. You're right, I missed the game for food poisoning last year and I think we did we draw nil-nil, shock. At home, or I think we lost one. I can't remember who it was two now, but it was a, a, one of the dullest games in history, apparently. So I, I wouldn't ever have been happy I mean, to have missed the Wolves game normally. But. The classic Mary Berry comment from that was the highlight of that Brentford night, and that was ridiculous. One of the best comments from last season. <laughs> I actually quoted that in a um, interview with Besotted Beast Week, where he said, What was the funniest moment of last season? And I went, Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jacket. Dead man walking, basically. Yes, yeah. is what I was saying. Um, if you were to go, then no Martinez, Moyes. Do you think those type of names will come in because they're perhaps more used to English football, more so with Bruce that you'll have experience of getting teams up from the Championship, or do you think, like Adam alluded to, we'll get more of a European person, brand new to this league? I think that if I could be gauging fans wrong, but I think a lot of fans would be happy to have Steve Bruce in because he's he's proven at this level. Perhaps more happy than they were a few years ago when he that probably was, Well, that was just silly, wasn't it? That was just yeah. silly. That, that's, that could have potentially put us back a few years by not having mm. a, a, a name like him coming in rather than ending up with uh, Mr. Connor. But I don't see, I, don't, I, I can't see because if they've got this guy, the pedigree, is the next, would they immediately think of. Think in the same circles for him, then go. Oh, can I have Bruce? But Bruce was know. in. Bruce is a very well-known name. Not yeah. just Bruce the name. But mm. I mean, yeah. he, his stock's pretty high mm. at the minute, and it's not like they just found some random English bloke who's just lost his job. Or mm. David Moyes, who was mentioned on some talk. Well, um, Sunderland, he's been linked with. Isn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's going into Sunderland now. Over us, you would think. Um, who Bruce? No, Moyes. Moyes. I mean, yeah. Bruce Moyes. is not going to go back Bruce to Sunderland. Bruce is not going to go back time. there after the way I treated him. Mm. So, I mean, I would absolutely love it if Steve I mean, Bruce was here. I'd love it. Yeah. He knows how to build promotion squads, doesn't mm. he? Yeah. And yeah. He, know, he also knows how to keep teams up. I know he's got relegated once or twice, I think. He got relegated but he's got his ball he's, straight he's a back d- up. He's a, he is a good manager. Um, and he's sort of that next step beyond jacket, but yeah. he'll get you promoted. Um, You'll kind of hover sort of around 15th. Um, and I think we could do a lot worse. And he, he's the amount of times he's played foreign players as well, mm. and got the yeah, best he, out he of mi- them. He, he mixes he, it he up. He seems well. like he's a fairly good man manager. Manager. Yeah, um, I mean, you look at that time. that whole side last last season, mm. and the amount of foreign players. And I mean, yeah, I don't know, everyone's got foreign players, but we get foreign players and they don't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's had experience with 
managing a mixture of homegrown and, and foreign players. I mean, from South America, doing well on a cold night in Rotherham. We are perceiving that Fosen would want. When when he got sacked from Everton, I mean, I've got one of my mates, Joe. He's he's an Everton fan. He's in the end, he'd had enough of Martinez anyway. And that's before this talk happened at the start of last season. I said, "Well, I'll bite your right, right arm off for Martinez at Wolves." I'd absolutely love him there. When this was last season, before all the takeover talk, and I said, "Well, defensively, we're all, we're not too bad anyway." But at least these teams are attacking. I mean, yeah. Something we've been lacking for years, apart from the the the, uh, the dream team. Yeah. Trading our nil-nil home draws for three-two. Yeah. Or threes, perhaps. <laughs> well, same. I've got a, I've got a mate, Paddy, and he, he wanted Martinez. He just wanted him out at the end because he is a concern. The concern for them was that he couldn't take their their best ever squad further than what they are. So, but I mean, the remit for us is to get us out of the championship. And I said, how would you feel confident? You would feel confident in this type of football to do that. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd, just, I'd just be concerned. But again, he doesn't have the experience of getting teams out of the championship. I think I, I wonder whether he, he, the, the main. Priority's got to be getting someone with the experience of getting championship because you look at Newcastle with yeah. Benitez. Okay, it's great for Newcastle and a bigger picture and what he'll be able to do when they get back in the Premier League. Because I doubt, I don't think that many people would think that Newcastle won't get promoted this well, season. Depends on many they sell. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's no, you've no idea how Benitez is going to get on in the, in the championship. He could sink completely in two months' time. Yeah. It, it's it, on paper, it's fantastic. In reality, we know how tough and grueling the championship can be, and you need those. You know, men who know it. You know, you those men. Well, you know, you admit Mc, Mc McCarthy's still, oh, just, you just... know, questionable, but at least he's got the experience of getting teams up. I'm not saying. Are you advocating your return? I'm not saying I'm advocating his return. I'm just saying. I'll say then. I want him back. <laughs> Look give, at the comments, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the comments. Give Mick McCarthy a bit of money. <laughs> to be fair, so and you know, he can. It, you know, he might be able to do the job. So I made a. I'm not um, saying McCarthy should come back, but let me just put that onto the record now before I get trolled. Do you reckon McCarthy's first sign will be Gary Breen? Just to come back. I want to go on to. Let's go to Mendes now, and then we'll take some more of your questions. So thank you very much for listening. Say, drop a comment on our live stream. Tweet us at WGFC Facebook page, Walls Fancast. Mendes, still not confirmed yet about his involvement. If he is confirmed, gentlemen. Is it a good or bad thing for the club? On one hand, yes, you can have a guy who's got a, a massive black book of signings that he can bring in. On the other hand, how much control does this one man have well, over us? He, he can't have that much control because of the agent legislation and all that stuff. But it's when if he gets to the stage of we're only using his players, that's when he gets into problem territory because you're thinking, well, there's more than one bloke who runs football. Mm. If he's going to favour his own, and they're better than everyone else, then fine, no problem. But it's when it gets to like, the Valencia situation where there were a load of Portuguese players brought into there, and a load of Spanish. I mean, they were in debt anyway at Valencia, and things happened there. But it did seem that a lot of his players were being brought through who he represented rather than spreading the net wide. That's the only thing I've got against it. Otherwise, and bring it on, like you said earlier, someone like Mendes lived with us. Yeah. Depends who has. Who will have the final say? Yeah. We don't, don't know yeah. But if he's presenting us with, uh, I don't know what his portfolio of players is, mm. but you would assume being a, a super agent, he's going to bring good players to us. Like I say, but you don't want the pendulum to swing too far in that in that one direction. Mm. You would you would like us to say if we have a 
a toss-up between two players, a Mendes one, or one who we think is genuinely better, you don't want us to be forced to take the Mendes player option. Do you think he has like a folder of like headshots to each player? Go through them one by one in like, probably got, like, like a cellophane. He's probably, he's probably, got, he's probably, got, a he's probably got a file full of YouTube videos of all, <laughs> yeah. all his players. Like t- two minute little short stuff. This is my player scoring a hat-trick. <laughs> Why are you playing against ten-year-old boys? Look, yeah. <laughs> he scored a hat-trick. <laughs> Rich, what do you think on Mendes? Um, it kind of goes... Back to my thing about um, the owners having other sports teams, I guess, because in one hand you say it's great, but if he's just going to cherry pick other teams, then we're kind of not actually casting on net that far. Yeah, like because we're only going to be going after Spanish and Portuguese players. Yeah, like the Watford, Udinese. However much we have a link with them, I don't see us like only just cherry picking Portuguese and Spanish players. Um, well, you would hope, yeah, you um, would hope that we'll sign other players rather than perhaps yeah. Mendes. I, I, I think there'd be a uproar about it. I think I'd like to think okay. they're not stupid enough to realise that doing that won't actually help the club because of all the things we always talk about with foreign signings. Um, be interesting to see, but if we can sort of sprinkle the uh, squad with some. Yeah, you don't need a full cake, just, just Mer- Mary Mary style, yeah, yeah. Mad, little, little yeah. sprinkling or one of those caster sugar things where you just tap it. That's a little, little sieve. That's that's sieve. That's sieve. If you're listening, thank you very much. Just get your questions in now. We're going to do some Twitter and live stream questions in a second. Let's just really quickly talk about Kevin McDonald being sold out of Fulham for mm-hmm. 1.25 million on a three year deal. This has been Rublin before takeover. Takeover happened, nothing was really said. He went to Ireland with the squad for pre-season training. Surprised that it's happened? Or does it seem that perhaps he did just want to leave regardless of what, what, what happened with the takeover? It, it had to happen. He had four good games all of last season. He wasn't the player he was the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if, if his little friends, I mean, if Sacco and Leonard Fabregas had some influence on that, I don't know if he had no, no out ball to pass mm-hmm. to and he just got pissed off and fed up and thought, well, what's the point? Because they're not going to run. And we can't play in this system anyway. Maybe he just he had enough and it was time to move on. So I think it was inevitable. I mean, if we have got, was it 1.25 1. or something like that? Yeah. Well, it's just like a penny, isn't it, to Bozen? Exactly. It's like those machines where you put a penny in and you get like a little a, a, a candy bar. Look, candy bar, I'm not American. A little dairy milk bar at the end. Oh, it's one of those things that a well, lot of I'm going to say that things like the, the, the amusements where yeah. the train's moving yeah. over two people yeah. backwards and forwards. Point, oh, I'll just put it in there, mate. What were we talking about? The Bake Off? No. <laughs> no, I think it was Macca. It was inevitable and he won at his best. So it's, it's no great loss. And we have got the Evans back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he would improve Lee Evans. Exactly, Lee Evans. Well, improve. A grown up, <laughs> grown up Lee Evans so. as well. Who, who, when you talk to the guys from Bradford and they seem to be raving about him last season. So he seems to have found himself at last. I mean, he was, he was a kid when he was here two years ago. Yeah. Mm. And a year down there, I mean, in League One, he seems to have matured. So, I think he's got to get. Will he get a chance then? Will he be overawed? I think with Kevin McDonald, there's always. We, I think it's, we all can probably agree that in League One, he's shone. Yeah. But the Championship has never really replicated. That he, had, form. he had a good first season. He had patches. Yeah, he was only in patches. So, he started the season quite well. He got found out and he made a couple of big mistakes because he made at least one against um, Ipswich. Ipswich and that was just from people closing him down. 
And it was only until sort of a phobie came and then they kind of struck up a really good partnership mm. that he kind of expanded his game. But then he didn't do that at the start of this season. No, and he, last only, season even. he only ever seemed to play really well when Jack Price was in as well. Yeah. When you put Cody or Savile or Alex or anyone else. And like, don't, and I know some people aren't the biggest fans of Cody or Savile, but both of those two can play alongside Jack Price. Yeah. And actually, those three are borderline interchangeable now. Um, and. I don't know. You've got Evans as well in the mix who has done his sort of apprenticeship and is a year and year away at Bradford. He's got all the hallmarks on who can step but into th- that role. This kind of leads me on to the, the final point I wanted to make was that we're talking about these players now but they may not even be Wolves players come in six weeks' time depending on what influx we might have. Is there, I have to word this, is there a danger that the identity of the team we've got now is going to be completely wiped off and we're going to have a squad which fans although yes okay we're playing attractive football we're becoming this fantastic team but we won't be able to identify with these guys like we've been able to for the last two or three years it happened at Leeds with that first game under Solbach and at Leeds and I was standing there in that nice attractive little stand on the side and I was looking at the team and I thought well there was no, there was no feeling there mm. at all because I mean, you had Sacco, no one knew who he was. The Icelandic Prince, no one knew who he was. A lot of other, I mean, you, Pesco, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he came on the subject. Yeah, yeah, he came yeah. on. He, did you have a little tinge? Of anyway, we finished fourteenth. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I that, don't, I don't see that as yeah. too much of an issue, to be honest. After, yeah. after, I think if we get in, wherever, wherever the players come from, if they're good enough and they get us up, I'd, I'm not sure people will mind. I think it's too still, much. I think mm-hmm. so long as they're sort of. Some almost homegrown players or some players who have been part of the regime who can make the cut, whether it's people like Hawes or Iorfa or even someone who's a bit more understated, like Doherty. Does the homegrown um, quota thing apply in the Football League or is that just Premier League? Yeah, the homegrown quota. You know, you have to have homegrown players in your matchday squad. It's, is that Premier League or, or Football League as well? It's not as um, harsh as it. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're it's eighteen is. in the prem. Is it eighteen? Yeah. And then I don't know. Well, I don't think anything's changed with the Brexit thing. So not yet. Yeah. Oh, let's not get political. No, <laughs> no, no, no political with Brexit. Yeah, they, said that, they said it would change, wouldn't they? It's but that's to be like special circumstances because you match those squad. I don't know if it's in the Premier League and Football League as well. You have to have like a certain number of homegrown players in your squad. So there mm. might there might always be that element of it's it, okay. The first team will obviously have. But, a, 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 I'm not trying to begrudge all this happening because it's great, but I, I, there is a part of it that thinks, oh, Wolves going to lose their identity. There, are, there is still an identity that Wolves are a community club. And let's say Wolves right. become like a Man City. Like, for example, but Wolves no. let, let, you, let their fans go and watch training openly. You can go talk to the players and that. If Wolves became a well, consecutive player... Well. I was going to oh, say, right, you okay. say that, actually. You picked a really bad example. Sorry, okay, bad example. Because um, Man City sort of have gone to great lengths to invest in the community. Yeah. If Wolves were to become one of those type of teams, is there a sense of... There will be such a disconnection again between fans well, and Well, I think and because of what we were saying about the Faustin thing earlier and that that's what they were saying yeah. about like in the community section and all that kind of thing about the club anyway, I don't think that would change. Mm. I really don't. I don't think that's almost too much of a concern for them. So they're not going to wipe it out no. on, on the back of saying, well, hang on, we're spending £5 million a year on all of this. Well, let's scrap that because that's not football related. That's not going to get us up. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I just think they'll just be like, Okay, no, that, that seems to do a lot for the club's image. Let's just keep it ticking well, that's, over. That's, that's they said they'd keep it going for a year, wouldn't they? That all of the Wolves yeah. aid and the community stuff. And you get the little the little sticker in the ticket office as well, saying Family Excellence Award of the Year and all that kind of thing yeah. on the window. So yeah. 
it, all that kind of that part of the club actually does work. So I don't see why they'd even mess with that when it's nothing. That's not their ring okay. anyway. So let's go to some questions then. On Twitter, James uh, Batham has said we mentioned an ideal manager would, would be foreign with English league experience. Could we t- tempt Flores, Kike Sanchez, Flores, ex Watford, uh, now with Espanyol, obviously. He's gone to Espanyol, but I think perhaps. That type of person is well, Andre Villas-Boas. I guess I mean you could uh, not still. Not AV. I mean to be fair, no. as a monkey in the rent, monkey wrench. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Throw the monkey. No. Uh, as a wrench in the gears. Or, yeah. I don't know what the saying is. Someone <laughs> will tell me. I'm wide the mark with that one. But um, I mean, so like, it's like we look after a foreign manager who, chances are, we might get one. Carlos Calvajal from Sheffield Wednesday. He came with yeah. no experience. Yeah, I mean, he's been, been sacked thirteen times in thirteen years, hasn't he? Well, there you go. And he managed to get Sheffield Wednesday to sixth. And I think that has come as a bit of a surprise. So what, ideally, we would like someone with... I mean, yeah. we're, kind of, we're narrowing down the market, aren't we, for, say, foreign so, manager with championship yeah. experience. Oscar Garcia, so can't so work yeah, Brighton, who someone commented. Yeah, Clark um, Maxwell, yeah, said Oscar Garcia. But he had the health scare. Obviously, it could be completely fine yeah. now, but he had the health yeah. scare. Was it, was it actually only two, last season? No, two seasons two ago. Seasons ago. Yeah. He got him to Watford. the playoffs, didn't he? He got him to the playoffs, yeah. 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 So he's just quiet. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. going to say, I was going to say, that was quite for a second. It's like, what, is it here? Oh, God, is it here? Oh, God, I need safety in numbers. <laughs> um, our, good fr- our good friend yeah. Steve Koenig. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Howdy, Steve. He said, is the squad uh, finally healthy from last season's injury streak? Now, we've got, no. obviously, a couple of them were still injured, like Graham um, and Zyro. Dicko's now got a new injury. Dicko's not quite there, but is it? We, we're getting there, aren't we? Apart from, obviously, Williamson, who will never play <laughs> a game of football ever. But do, do you think we're getting there now? I think but obviously, it could all change with the signings that could happen. Do you see what Zyro said? Because, I mean, I saw a couple of videos of Zyro doing some exercises. He seems to sort of got a bit more freedom. Did you see what he said um, in a recent interview? He said, stand for an apology for breaking my leg. Yeah, I, I just yeah, hope... Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely disgrace that man. I hope that we get to play him in like a cup game and he's fit. Well, not even, not just them. I mean, Carl Robinson as well. Oh, yeah. All, all the stuff that he said, and then he had the nerve two weeks, was it two or three weeks later, yeah. when someone did one of their players, yeah. and he went absolutely f***ing spare at him. Yeah. And, oh, oh, no, your player can... The swearing thing's going out the window. Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm angry. We are also kind of recording, we will put this on SoundCloud and everything as well, guys, yeah. in case you're wondering. Yeah. But if you want to listen back to our dotted yeah. tones. If all of you 73 people who have just heard that, <laughs> <laughs> you tens of people, guys. <laughs> no, he was he, he was a massive hypocrite about that whole situation. You can imagine <clears throat> you can imagine why Zoro yeah. why Zyro is still quite angry yeah, about yeah. it. To be fair, one of the things I did love about Zyro the most was he looks like he's he looks like he's a bit feisty. He looks like he looks like he's up for a scrap, which <laughs> I can get behind in a player. Like Mitrovic. Yeah, it's funny. They've got that bit of like anger in their eyes, but actually if you rough them up the wrong way, they are not afraid just to pull out and just me his days out in Bridge North as well, quite a lot of time. You can't look at the picture and go, Oh, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? He's gonna go to Starport every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll nearly come to the end of this live uh, podcast. Oh, Shall we talk about Pokemon Go then? That was one of the questions. <sighs> Don't, had. because my good lady has actually, despite the fact she has had zero interest in Pokemon in her life, has, got has more just Pokemon. downloaded Pokemon Go. <laughs> and has oh. now got more Pokemon than you. And she has more, got more Pokemon She's than become me. a Pokemon master. And my she, partner actually works in the town centre where there are dozens of Pokestops. <gasps> 
who and she has now sort of massively overtaken me in terms of the level because all she has to do is sort of just every sort of 20 minutes at work just oh I, I, think, can access I, did, see, uh, I did see an article uh, online uh, on Wednesday I think it was Wolfsburg in Germany yeah. opened up their stadium <laughs> because there's loads of Pokemon in the stadium, so they've got loads of like po- all these Pokey Pokey fans. <laughs> Pokey fans. <laughs> the, the, the Pokey massive went into the, well, the <laughs> well, Volkswagen stadium and was just sat in the dugout, just like take, I don't know, well, catching the, all the, the Pokemon. There was a video that went round about uh, in in Central Park oh, the no, night. All these hordes of people Some, trying to get this, went down, didn't it? Yeah, it's all these people trying Some to get a Vaporeon in the night. And I was like, this is incredible. And then I went to Sainsbury's in Perton and I went to, in the car park and there's Vaporeon there. Got yeah, thank you. I got an e- I got so the rarest Pokemon one. in America is insane to impertinent people. I go got, go there. Hordes of people tonight. So I, got an e- I got an Eevee at the Morrisons at Penderford, which yeah. I know me and Adam um, would end up going to quite a lot because we work near it. Um, and I ended up bumping into my boss as I was catching it. And it was like, hello, Richard. Uh, hello. hello. <laughs> Send this important email. Oh, oh, I've done oh. that, boss. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> um, to wrap up the podcast, gentlemen... Um, let's do because we're going to do another podcast next week probably more of a recorded one uh, so next week after the, after the press conference we're going to kind of sum up what they, they talked about we'll probably have more about what's going on with Jacket perhaps as a new manager and we can be going more into the new season our normal regular podcast start weekly in two weeks time looking back at the games against Rotherham and Crawl no previewing sorry the new season before Rotherham let me get my uh, my order right uh, before we do all our goodbyes and thank you much for listening gentlemen oh, I don't know how to finish on the final questions let's say what are the three big PR wins that the new owners could do in the next month if they had their, if they could if they wanted to do whatever they wanted what are the three big PR wins they could do um, <laughs> the ticket price situation okay but they've already came out and they've already done that and then they've already said but then there's nothing stopping them giving the money back because I'm sure it's a team, a club, did that last season yeah. when they took over and then they refunded or the year before they refunded loads of um, fans' money because there were outrageous prices. It might have been was it Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, was there? I mean, it, it definitely happened. So if they did that, just something like that, just say no, we're going to put the prices down a fiver, just just for the sake of it. Say twenty five quid on the sides, twenty quid, twenty pound behind the goal, match day price. There you go. Okay. There's one. Are there any other ones? I've got a couple. Go on, Rich. Um, actually pay for Sir Jack Haywood's statues instead of having this um, statue, friendly yeah. against Swansea, Swansea yeah. a team he had no affiliation with or anything like that. Um, just say, don't worry, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for statues. We've got this, lads. Yeah. We'll st- I keep saying stand statue, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't worry, God. It's like at the bar or something. Don't worry. Don't worry, we'll get this. Other one, other one as well. Um, I said you could potentially make Jack Price captain. Ooh, Adam, any PR wins that um, would instantly make them the the gods that they are now are amongst Wolves fans? Super gods. Some working video screens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because. I'm sick of them being like two white elephants at the, at the end well, of... No, they're just massive advertising yeah, things. But, it's like, so but it's like it not, something... But, but does it not model the way you go to Top Tiles and, um, you know, get all of your um, logistics, logistics needs from JJ's logistics? Does that mean, hang on, does that mean that Air Scoreboard, are they going to do away with all the Red Row adverts on it now? You know, well, and you know, no, they've got, no, they've got the... Hasn't he, Morgan, done another advertisement yeah, for it a deal the year? Oh, we're stuck with it. 
Because every, every so often I've got to check the score, I'll just see the words very spacious. But you can read you can <laughs> right across the score. It's not, we, we, it's not like we don't know weird. anyone who could uh, change it, David. I uh, have no idea who you're talking if about. If you had an actual score, but not on the other side, so I could see. Uh, yeah, Is all it, the Steve Bull fans are going, what's the score? <laughs> if you look at them, them scoreboard things, the ones at Forest cost half a million quid for both of them. Because they were spot, they were ADI, they were, they were, who supplied them. Right. Had their, spon- had their name on the bottom, and they had ADI stuff when there was a breaking play. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, done. Pays for itself. And half, half a million quid. But, I mean, the structure things are still there. Mm-hmm. And if you can hang them from ceilings and roofs and all over the place, you can just fix it to a bit of a tower that's in the corner that's built for that. QPR, like, didn't they crudely like, just attach it on top of yeah, the stand on still top? It like, opens the elements completely. It hasn't blown off yet, I assume, but it looks, it looks a bit cowboy job, but it's still there. It works, does its job. Um, I don't really have any of the PR bins, but... Uh, um, yeah. Press passes to a fan cast? Yeah, why not? Pay for all our... So we've got... Players Lounge, yeah. Yeah. pay for our audio equipment so every week we've got a guaranteed crisp audio every week. <laughs> I am going to be the one that says, um, let's not mention Money Shop. Because that hasn't been mentioned in the last few days. I think that. Well, it's something down the priority, doesn't it? Yeah. It's almost like we've got better things to talk about if, now. If they can, well, what. That would be a brilliant PR thing. Yeah, if you a, would think that is the, the the top one that would appeal to most fans is change the sponsorship. Yeah, or even it, people who've already bought the shirts. If you want to change, you come in like they did at West Ham when yeah. their their company went bust and they had that thing. The holiday with, people. Yeah, yeah. Excel. Yeah. Um, and then they said a free thing in the club shop. Bring your shirt in. We'll put a patch out of it. Yeah. There. Job done. Uh, okay, so before we finish then, we had a tweet today that talked about what level of wealthy do we all yeah. think the new Wolves owners are. Still a bit left in the polls to go on at WGFC Fancast, but the options are Richie Rich, Scrooge McDuck, Monty Burns and Bruce Wayne. So far, Wolves fans think our new owners have got Bruce Wayne level of yeah, wealth. So, uh, by day we... owner, by night, vigilante hunter. We're going to have like a photon signal that we can put in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we need a new sign in, we just put the photon light yeah. on. <laughs> and then whatever their logo is will appear in the night sky and so the next day we'll have a player it's yeah. actually not an inoffensive logo either it's just Felsen with two little symbols at the end yeah. so and that would work quite nice on a shirt yeah and that's where we'll leave this fancast special live thank you very much for listening just to put my own peace of mind at rest what Stu said earlier about the Nottingham Oh, a chair. No, is he chair or perspective? No, perspective owner. Perspective he's owner. been investigated for <laughs> match fixing. Yes, but he's, if he's on trial, innocent until proven guilty, <laughs> Stu was wrong. Let's say that, please, so I can sleep well tonight. Stu was wrong, and apologies. Dave, you just checked the uh, fancast email. <laughs> and apologies on that one. Uh, but for this podcast, uh, I say we'll be doing another one next week in terms of post-press conference, and perhaps we'll know more about Kenny Jackett's position there. Um... We'll be back normally, though, in a couple of weeks for our regular podcasts. So, for this week in this fancast special, it's bye from Adam. Bye-bye. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from Stu. Adios. And it's bye from me. Welcome to the new era. <laughs>